Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at CineSugarPodcast.com. That's right. This week, we are talking about, or reviewing, actually, the new Space Jam... Is it called Space Jam Legacy game, or is it called something else? I'm going to pull it up on my Xbox app here. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. Uh, There's a new Space Jam game, (laughs) and uh, last week on the show, we talked about... uh, Game Pass Ultimate right now, or actually, is it out for everyone as of right now? Uh, on the fifteenth, it's out for everyone. Fifteenth, okay. So like, that's next week. Next a Thursday, next Tuesday, literally next a, Thursday. a week from today. Okay, so it's out for everybody next Thursday. But we played. It's it my birthday via... gift to everyone. That day is my birthday. <laughs> yes. And so it's my birthday gift for everyone else to enjoy. Is yeah. is yeah. that that's coming out? I'm allowing it to come out on my birthday, Chris. Well, thank you. We all thank you. Um, the uh, the 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 John Wright uh, eyes have shone upon us and have bequeathed the uh, the game Space Jam something to us. Yeah, Space Jam: A New Legacy dash the game. And the you know whenever whenever Bugs Bunny called me to ask me if it was okay to release this on my birthday, you uh, know, um, you said you know what, Bugs. Just do it. Yeah. Do it, man. He, he initially offered to put my name in it, you know, the John Wright commemorative edition or, you know, yeah. but I, I humbly said, no, 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 that's not necessary. Right. <laughs> Just put it um, out. So we'll talk about this game. I have, I have thoughts and uh, too, we, uh, we'll, uh, we'll review that a little bit later. We also have some news, some, some cool like news things happen this week. There's a PlayStation event. Yeah. And we'll talk about that and uh, some switch news nintendo news um and uh something else uh, oh uh, ma- uh a little bit of marvel news but anyway yeah. we'll talk about all that later but first john what have you been up to this week oh man dude it has been a week um so i I'm, i've obviously like continued uh, loki i also caught up on the last i have missed like two episodes of the bad batch caught up on that both of those shows are fantastic um, and I want to just go ahead and, and throw this out there. The Loki soundtrack has finally arrived on iTunes, but it's episodes oh. one through three question mark. Um, and I guess maybe they'll release the episodes, you know, four, five, six, seven later. I don't know. Um, they did some weird stuff with, uh, like Mandalorian soundtracks on releases like that, where they would release like an episode at a time or like two episodes at a time of, of like the music in it. Um, and I guess like part of the, part of me is like happy about that because it's like, okay, rather than limiting to, okay, you have to like X amount of time for this album, they'll release like a larger portion of that music. Um, you know, so it's like you get more of the, of the like music from these episodes in there rather than just like, Oh, well we missed completely episode two's music or whatever. Um, but dude, the music is fantastic in Loki. Um, everyone should go, go check it out um even if you don't like aren't interested in the show i would say go listen to the that soundtrack it is uh it is a jam dude um by natalie holt and dude it is like it's it's very surprising for uh for where i thought they were going to go with that so anyway the loki soundtrack available now everyone should go listen to it even if you haven't watched the show but it's uh the episodes one through three Yeah, they did that with the uh, with the uh, Mandalorian first season soundtrack. I mm-hmm. think it was. Yeah, like they did like every episode alone, standalone by itself. And then 
uh, later, I think for for the subsequent seasons, they did like part one, part two, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, and I, like I said, like I feel like it's a like I like that it gets more of the music out there because there are specific like in the past there have been like specific scenes uh, with like epic music that I want to find from specific television shows but it just doesn't exist somewhere you know because it's yeah. just like they just choose not to put that one on the soundtrack for whatever reason because um, they're limited for time or whatever but I guess you know it's just uh it's it's a, a, a better way to put it out i've been waiting for this for a long time um every ever since the first episode i've been like looking to make sure like to see if it's on there um and then finally now it is yeah totally um but anyway that's what you know that's my what i've been watching this week um but just in general more of the same as far as uh gaming goes it's i've been playing apex quite a bit i've been playing uh playing some more like Griftlands on switch that sort of thing um but uh both of those are still fun oh i dipped back into control as well i'm uh i'm very getting some of the dlc very close to like getting done with a lot of things in that um as well so uh nice control i need to uh so i need to play that i i recently bought it it was on sale (gasps) for like half off yes and so i need to play that dude it is so good and the thing about that i love about it is you can get like that buttery smooth, like there's a performance mode and there's a graphical mode or whatever. The graphical mode has ray tracing. That's the one I've been doing. I've just been preferring like, or it's like, okay, it doesn't ever feel like I'm missing frames or anything like that. Um, and uh, whereas like the other one is like, it's like 60 frames per second or higher. And then it's no ray tracing on that version. And the ray tracing, like I was just so amazed flipping it on and off, triggering it on and off. And at like the reflections in the first little opening, like room that I was just like, well, I'm just leaving this on the whole time. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Is it, are you playing the, the Series X version? Yes, yes. Nice. That's and, awesome. Because, like, the other version was in Game Pass. Uh, like, right. But the, that dub version doesn't have any of, like, the visual upgrades, doesn't have the ray tracing, that sort of thing. Um, it'll obviously run better on your Series X and, like, you know, that sort of thing. But this one with all of the, the, the extra development that went into the ray tracing and the visuals and things like that, man, it is, it is awesome. It is go- gorgeous. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah, so uh, I, like I haven't been up to a ton this week. Uh, there was the Fourth of July weekend, and uh, it was a, kind of a long weekend. I kind of just chilled. Um, I played. Oh, I did play through. However, actually, I'm not done with it. So I was I wanted to review it at some point, but um, let me make sure I get the name correct. Katana Zero. Have Ooh, you ever, have nice. you played it? It's in Game Pass. Yeah. Um, it's this. Uh, it's it's a like a side scrolling. Um, it's not a brawler. It's more like a, uh, platformer slash, um, uh, fighter. I don't know. Not, not a fighter. So that's a strong, it's just, it's kind of like you have a blade and you're running around and you, and you fight. Um, it's, uh, so it's a platformer. It's more of a, it, like, is, is it, well, kind of, it's, it's more of a, there's not a lot of combat options, but it's, it's a platformer with combat, a ton of combat in it. And so the, kind of the, the conceit is without spoiling some of the story, cause it kind of revolves around the story. But, um, you, it's kind of like Meat Boy in in that you um, play through a level and just like learn by dying mm, um, how to actually platform and get through it and in what way like you can kind of take at, at some points kind of take a slight stealth approach to some things to some of the rooms with the baddies in it um, but there's always there's a timer for the levels and so you can't just like sit around and like do nothing forever gotcha um, and uh, but it, uh, for me it's it's more of a it's like a bit 
art style game, great soundtrack. It's got like every single um, level you kind of like, uh, or at least combat level, you show up and then you press like play on a tape deck your character does and it plays a different so- song um, for each level. Cool. And uh, it's really good. Great soundtrack, great overall vibe, kind of a, uh, a cyberpunky kind of like uh, vibe to it um, in like a futuristic like Japan um, with a cool, crazy, like kind of trippy story, um, involving, uh, crime lords and drugs and, um, brainwashing and, uh, mind control and superpowers. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. You just literally listed like a ton of things. And all of it's correct. In in a big way, <laughs> that's super fascinating. Um, it's, you should play. I think you would li- you would like it. There, I mean, uh, there's no voice acting. It's all text based. Um, it's def it's definitely like a rated M for mature game. Um, it's like got lots of bl- blood, but it's all 16 bit or 32 bit, 64 bit, something like that. Um, whatever. It's all bit art. Um, there's language in the text, but they're not saying it. You're just reading it. So sure. you know it's. It's not like, but it's it's real good, dude. It's uh, so I like kind of as you get to toward the end of the game, um, the levels definitely get harder and get ramped up to where like you know first part of the game. I mean, game. I'm probably like it. It takes me like twice to get through a level, and like I, I'm on a point now where like I'm further along. So it's like just when I think I'm out of a level, something dumb happens. I'm like, well, gosh, I gotta redo that. You know, like you, you gotta do the whole thing over again because something happened that you didn't think was gonna happen. Right on. Right. And. On. Uh, but it's good. It's uh, and, and and unlike uh, Super Meat Boy, in which it's like this is just an endless level of unbelievably hard levels, like from the very beginning. Um, this definitely has like there's an end to it. You know it's coming. Um, it all kind of plays into the story, and uh, I enjoy each stage versus just being unbelievably frustrated by it. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's a Devolver di- game. Devolver Digital. Nice. Yeah, it's real good, dude. Dude, that's awesome. I love it. Um, I'm installing it now. <laughs> yes, and it, it, it'll be installed in the next 30 seconds. At least yeah, mine did. It's it was so small. 41 megabytes. So <laughs> yeah. that's definitely like a 16-bit game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's 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 real good, dude. Um, let me know how, what you think of it. I love it, dude. I I uh, I'm excited. This one came out around the same time as oh my goodness, what was the other one? Um, with the strange time travel conceit. Um. Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it basically it came out at the same time as another Ninja uh, Pixel game, and the other Ninja Pixel game always appealed to me as well. But I never chose mm. between the two, so I didn't play either. So now that it, you know this is on Game mm. Pass or whatever, I'll play I'll play this one as well. Um, but I can't remember what the other one was called. Uh, but it was basically like in the past it was 16 bit and or 8 bit, and in the future it was 16 bit. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, cool. so it was it was a pretty cool conceit as well. But yeah, I uh, I uh, I'm excited to check this one out, man. And it does it yeah, looks dude. like a, just like a, a side scrolling action platformer. Um, yeah, there yeah, there there you go. That's what yeah. I would call it. Yeah. Those are, those are the words I was looking for. And you know, obviously like the the genre of like Meat Boy like where it's like die repeat die repeat um like instant kind of replay type of a situation going on there is yep. like people, you know, refer to those as splatformers a lot of times. Well, so. I'll, and I'll tell I'll tell you like it, it gives you a warning at the beginning of the game and I was like, hmm, what are they talking about? It's like, hey, if you experience any like dizziness or disorientation while you're playing this uh you can turn the specific settings off in the menus and i was like what are they talking about no dude like i mean 
I normally sit pretty close to my TV, and I was like, I can't sit this close. I had to like sit back on my couch because like whenever you die, it does this like rewind effect, and like the screen jumps, and there's all these crazy effects. Interesting. Like it, it's cool, super cool. Um, like I love it, uh, but it's just like whoa, this is like crazy, visually crazier than. I have seen something like this before. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's the type of thing. Like, I'm glad that they uh, they have like that accessibility, like thing to turn it off. You know, so like, where it's yeah. like, hey, yeah, yeah. if this bugs you, you can turn it off. I I think back to um, our friend uh, Chad, who used to like get motion sick playing some first person shooters because like the the run animation would be lopsided or whatever, um, yep. just slightly. And so, like, he would, he would get, just get, like, nauseous, like, motion sick, kind of playing some games in, in first person or whatever. And I always, like, was just like, why don't they just, like, include an option to, like, turn that off, you know? <laughs> right. Like, the bouncing camera, like, turn that off a little bit there. So, um, but, yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. I, uh, I'm excited so, yeah, to check that out. I, on long weekends like this, and I, I usually do this uh, around, like, uh, New Year's or something like that as well, um, I usually try to pick a smaller kind of, like, game like that that i can maybe like rock through and finish in the whole weekend um nice. or at least get close to i think you know like that's that's how i played um inside and firewatch and um limbo i remember playing that uh in a, over a long weekend when it came back out back in the day dude i dig um, it um some of the like X, that's what i used to do with a lot of the uh, the xbla summer summer what do they used to call it? Summer games or uh, summer of arcade? Yeah, that's it. Summer um, of arcade. Back in the yeah. day, that's what I used to do with all a lot of those games. Is like pick a a long weekend or something and try to rock through one of those things in a in a weekend. And uh, it's just a fun little like it's not it's not like a happens every year tradition thing, but it's sure. just like I like to do that whenever I have some extra downtime. I love it. I love it, man. The uh, I have a couple Apple Apple Arcade games. I should I should uh, send you because you have Apple Arcade, right? Like you do you do the whole thing is bundled in with like some of your other stuff. Uh, yeah, I do actually. Okay, I, I, there's a couple Apple Arcade games that I've played that uh that I I'll, you should send I'll those send over. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because those types of things are, are fun to fun to dip into as well. I will say like the Apple Arcade thing, like it's fun, but like just like anything else, I, I, as I, I don't really like to play games on my phone um, like mm. it, it, like these days. Like it just it just seems like oh man you know I'm on my phone for like email or like you know I, you 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 know I just would rather game on some other device like on my big TV or like even on the Switch or something like that. But at the same time, Apple Arcade has some like super good games and uh, at a like a super low like monthly subscription. Um, whereas you pay like basically whenever they come out to switch, you pay like ten dollars a piece for the same games that you could just get in Apple Arcade um, for a really low monthly thing. So it's just kind of one of those things that I've, I've dipped into a couple of them, and uh, I'm you know I'll I'll I'll, I'll report back whenever I uh, finish, but I'll, I'll share a couple of maybe we can review some of them. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, let's do that. Most of them are shorter shorter experiences, so. Yeah, if you play, if you play, uh, if you play Katana Zero, we'll review that, dude. I, uh, I would love to. I, I, uh, how long of a game is it? Have you finished it yet? Uh, no, I mean, I like, I think, I think I'm like on the last like level. Like, if I was gonna guess with the story, this is kind of like the last run. Gotcha. And that's why it's so hard. Um, I, how long is it? That's a great question. I mean, I would say I'm at probably maybe six hours for the. For the weekend, you know, mm, like that, total. That's not bad at all. So, that's great. No, not no, not bad. I mean, it's it's a like it's a thing where you could do like all in one day if you really wanted to, kind cool, of thing. Cool, cool. I dig it, man. I dig it. I uh, I'm excited to dive in. 
Well, Chris, I think later mm. we're going to review a game you played this weekend. Yeah. But first, the news! The news! The news, Chris. All right, so uh, I, let's do. Let's get the quick news out of the way. It's quick Marvel news. Kevin Feige says Marvel is done with massive multi-movie deals. This is uh, from IGN, Adele Anchors. Uh, Marvel, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has outlined a new strategy for hiring and maintaining actors in the MCU. Uh, during a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Feige explained that Marvel is moving away from the massive multi-movie deals it once offered to its stars. Instead, he hinted that the talent will stay on board and return for additional projects if they're enthusiastic about the universe they've become a part of without needing an expensive contract. Quote, it varies project to project, cast to cast. Uh, really what we want are people that come in, are excited to be in the, in the universe, are excited at the opportunity to do more things as opposed to being locked into contractual obligations. Um, that's great. I think like the couple, like I won't read the rest, but the, yeah. the I think the, the, my only comments here are th that's interesting. Like knowing that they got like multi, m s lots of movies out of people like Chris Evans sure. at a super low rate. Had they like renegotiate every single time for every movie, they would have been paying like Iron Man, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. prices, which right. was like fifty million a a, a a movie or something like that, um, for every single one of those actors. Um, to me, it, it it either shows like in my mind, I'm like either they don't really they don't want to lock them into that much because they don't really know what they're doing, or because other actors saw what happens to like Chris Evans or mm -hmm. uh, those guys, those multi movie uh, multi picture deals are just starting to get just like enormous like. And they would they kind of like prorate those not prorate they kind of forecast oh yeah by the time we hit our tenth movie I want fifty million dollars sure. and so these deals are going to be outrageous and it's like well no we'll just renegotiate as we go along yeah and I guess like that's the thing is like the the deals were notoriously like good for Marvel and Disney but not necessarily the greatest for a lot of the actors involved. Um, because like, because like you said, you would get people who would be in, you know, co-starring with, you know, and arguably have like more screen time, bigger, like bigger story focus. And they would be making like drastically less than somebody like Robert Downey. Um, and so like, you know, like that situation, that wouldn't be a very, very fun situation if you're like an actor involved in that at the same time, like, like you said, like with that being like what everybody knows about the Marvel deals, if you get call a call for like a Marvel movie, it's also a situation where it's like, man, that's going to be like, they're going to, they're wanting to do like a 10 movie deal. That's literally like the next like decade and a half of my life. Like what other movies am I going to have to like be able to put out in that amount of time? Um, and so, like, that would drive up the price for Disney. So, like, yeah, like you said, there's, like, there's this, like, give and take to it where, sure, it worked out, like, for, you know, in Disney's favor sometimes. And then other times it's, like, probably, they, you know, actors were very hesitant to sign massive deals because they don't want to be tied up with the same, you know, what they're like, oh, what if that movie experience is terrible and I don't like doing the Marvel movies? I don't want to be, you know, then roped into doing, like, seven more of them or whatever. So, um, just yeah. a fascinating, like fascinating shift on the Marvel front. Yeah. Um, uh, in other news, and you can kind of speak into this one a little bit more, maybe, I don't know. Like, uh, this is a uh, Nintendo also from IGN, uh, by Joe Scrubbles, uh, Nintendo switch 
OLED model announced out in October. Nintendo has finally revealed this long-rumored new model of Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Switch OLED model. Fantastic name. <laughs> it will be released on October 8th and retail at $350. The upgraded machine, which many had taken to calling the Switch Pro when it was being rumored ahead of its announcement, features a larger 7-inch OLED screen, but the size of the console is unchanged from the base Switch model. Okay, uh, so it's, it's like adjust- .1 inches wider, though. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a wider adjustable base stand, enhanced audio, 64 gigabytes of internal storage, and a wired LAN port in the dock. You can, however, buy that dock separately um, if you want to for your current Switch. Yeah. Um, contrary to previous reports, the new model doesn't offer 4K TV output or improved performance. Um, the new OLED screen, while providing an improved picture contrast, remain, remains a 1280 by 720 resolution screen. Battery life also remains the same as the improved base switch model from 2019 at an estimated 4.5 to 9 hours. Uh, it does not include a new CPU or more RAM compared to previous models. Yeah, so um, so it's interesting. like it's Because this is like... It, like this is what people have been talking about. Like, oh, they're going to release, you know, talk about the new, the new Switch model, the new Switch model, and like people were calling, oh, the Switch Pro, the Switch Pro. But it has like it, it doesn't have a lot of what the rumors and reports were like, even from like re- yeah. reputable outlets like Bloomberg. I mean, we're talking about like, oh, they're developing a new uh, with extra processing power, more RAM. This doesn't have any of that, but has the OLED screen. That's pretty much the only upgrade. Um, here's here's the thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had I had the uh, um, uh, the Vita with OLED screen back in the day. Sure. And I'll tell you, the OLED screen's great. I mean, I have an. We both have OLED TVs. Yeah. Great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, they look so much like OLED looks a lot better than LCD. Like so much better than LCD. Totally. It it does. Uh, this is not enough of an upgrade though to make me buy this thing. Yeah. Like like. Part of the, the the thing with the OLED screen is you can have higher resolutions mm-hmm. and better graphics, mm-hmm. and actually, like you you it works it, it makes things look better in that sense. Sure. The fact that there's no like upgrade at all yeah. in terms of visuals yeah. is super disappointing. Yeah. Um, we're about to get you know, like we have a slew of new games that they just announced at E3, mm-hmm. and um, kind of the my hope was that they would have a quote unquote pro model, which I'm glad sure. they're not calling this a pro model because this is not a pro model. Yeah. Um uh I was hoping they'd have a pro model where the next um the Breath of the Wild sequel uh would be amazing mm-hmm. and look and look fantastic and potentially be in at least at least 1080. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> that's the baffling thing. It's yeah. like we're not even I'm not even saying hey this needs to be in 4K. It's like at least just upgrade the screen to be at least cl- closer to my phone. Yeah. You know, yeah. like which can play 4K. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's it this is like it's it's just not enough. Like and it's $50 more. No. Like it's $50 more expensive than the base model which has not like in the past like how many years has it been? it's been about 5 years the Switch has. Right. And it hasn't received any price drops. Which, right. And they're not doing it now. It, yeah, they're not doing it now. They're, in fact, they're putting this one above the other one, which is which is wild to me. Um, we'll see, because like the Switch has just continued to sell. Like it's been the best selling console for the past like 14 months straight or something ridiculous like that. Um, but like it's so it's been selling incredibly, incredibly well, which is why they haven't reduced the price. But at the same time, like this is just not an enough of an upgrade to really do no. much with um 
I'm also like super confused why they didn't release this at E3 where it could at least be buried by like some of the news <laughs> yeah. of their games. Like, hey, if this disappoints you, it doesn't matter because the games are exciting. Sure. And, or maybe they thought that this would drag down the, the games. I mean, yeah, that's the, the I reception think. online hasn't been, you know, like overwhelmingly joyous. Right. It's like, no, this is not what we said we wanted. Correct. Like, I, I, I'm not even kidding, dude. If this was, if they, if they came out with a 4K switch, I'd be the first to pre-order it. Agreed. I'm like done. Yeah. Like take my money. Yeah. But like just the fact that this is just exactly the same thing, but with an OLED screen, I'm like, ah, I love OLED. Sure. Obviously, huge proponent of it. But this is not enough to make me spend n- n- an extra 350 bucks. It's funny because like any other company, I would be like, okay, well, it's probably coming. Like the the upgraded <laughs> yeah. version is probably coming because there's so much buzz about it. There's so many people who who are like yes i want this i want the upgraded switch i want the switch pro i want the switch pro like that would initially like if it was microsoft if it was sony if it was like almost any other technology company like aside from nintendo i it would mean that eventually you're going to get that thing because there's enough people that want it that would buy it for you know 400 bucks or whatever it's like okay sweet let's make the thing that, that people want but because it's nintendo I this might be it. Like uh, you know, this yeah. this might be like the the, the Forever. The, yeah, the best switch that you can get. Um so I don't know, man. It's it's a hard call because like I, we'll see if the the rumors die down after this or if it's like, oh no, we were actually like those we were conflating two different items. One of them was the OLED one, one of them is the Switch Pro with the extra processing. That's going to come in 2023 or 2022 or something like that. But again, we're getting pretty pretty long in this uh Switch's life cycle because at this point in the Wii U, we had already had the Switch out. Like the Switch has now been out for longer than the Wii U was out. Um, yeah, which arguably it's a way well, better piece of tech. Uh, yeah, but. yeah. I mean, Wii U was just like received <laughs> super poorly, and they they marketed it terribly it with a terrible name. Felt like a so toy. Confusing. Oh man, it was bad. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, there's a lot of reasons why that happened. Sure. And like, and Nintendo's never been like on the the tippy except for, except for like back in the day with like yeah. the Nintendo 64, but they've never been like uh, the tippy front tippy top of all the 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 tech you know yeah but like at least catch up man yeah. like i mean i it, mean i can yeah it, we it, were we were already well into the like 1080 uh phase whenever um sure. they moved away from the 3ds which was just like what sure. the heck is this thing yeah and that's the other thing about this one like okay oled it arguably like just oled is is the best screen technology that's out there right now like where it it, it looks like higher contrast like whenever you know you have black on the screen it can actually be black so this thing's yeah. gonna look really nice the only other thing that i'm kind of like baffled by is the fact that we didn't increase resolution when we increased size so we get the same 3ds style Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. a like uh screen window kind of a thing where it's like okay you're gonna make it like inevitably like look a little bit less uh like i don't know like high definition just by by spreading it out a little bit those same amount of pixels out just slightly I'm super. I'm super intrigued to see what this, how this actually makes the games look. Because sure. whenever, you, say, you bring over um, a uh, an upscale, a 720 uh, source, or like let's say DVDs onto my OLED like 4K television. Right. Arguably, you could argue that they look worse because they're spread than they out. did. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all spread out than they did whenever they were on like the uh, your old like CR uh, VTV. Or CRT, yeah, CRT, a TV, and it's like, uh, yeah, the, uh, 
you're going to make this bigger. You're going to stretch, yeah. stretch everything out. And then you're, it's going to be such a clear screen that you're going to be able to see all the imperfections. Sure. And this is not like, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fascinating choice. I'm interested to see the thing in real life, um, you know, whenever it actually comes out and be like, okay, then I'll do the evaluation of like, do I want this thing? Like, do I, do I want to trade in my Switch, essentially, my launch day Switch, and, and try to like get what, you know, at GameStop what I can from that and then trade it in for one of these? I don't know. Like, that, that still remains to be seen because, again, this might be like the best Switch that we get. Um, already my launch day switch, like they, they've done a battery, uh, upgrade since then, like in 2019, they reference it in the article in 2019, they did like a, a upgrade where it was like, Oh, okay. We're just like barely upgrading the internal battery and that sort of thing of the, of the switch. Um, which I think the battery on this one would, should honestly be a slightly better than that because like should be on the higher end of the range, I should say, because the black pixels not being illuminated would save some energy that way, some power that way. Um, but at the same time, like it's, it's just like a, I've got to, got to see it in person and to see if I'll actually like the OLED kind of looking screen. Because again, you take that small screen, blow it up. It's going to look less sharp. It's going to look a little bit more blurry. Um, and then I've also just got to like way where it's like, okay, if there's going to be another one, maybe potentially in a year or two, like, do I just wait on that one? I don't know. It's this, this is just definitely not what I wanted from the switch pro. <laughs> totally same. All right. So, uh, the last piece of news, uh, PlayStation, um, finally decided to stop have throwing a hissy fit and, uh, had their, uh, E3 event. Well, uh, this is three, part like half three, of their E3 event, after right? E3. Like, this is just the third parties, right? What? This is just the third parties, right? Like, they didn't even, like, really, like, go oh, and do I mean, the yeah, sure, E3 thing. Sure, I, I guess, I guess not. So they haven't, they're still upset. Yeah. And at the party everyone else had. I feel like the third and, parties uh, probably forced them, forced their hand, where they're like, we really yeah. want to have an event. And like, Sony's like, guys, all right. Everyone else's game is getting talked about. Um, you got to talk about us. Right. It's not, you, you can't hide me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah well like and honestly like the, the big the big like headlining game that we knew about beforehand was death loop which is a bethesda yeah. game <laughs> right yeah which is crazy mm. um all right so this is I'm, I'm not gonna read this whole thing but we're gonna go through the list of things that they showed sure and stop where we feel appropriate this is i'm reading from an article called stony state of play everything announced at the july 2021 playstation news event by cat bailey on ign um, okay, so they uh, they talked about obviously Deathloop, um, which I'm I still I I, I can't wait for. I'm Super excited about that. About. Yep, um, Moss Book Moss Book Two um, was announced. Yeah, uh, I didn't play Moss One, so I have no um, emotions about this. Right, it was it, Moss was the critically acclaimed PlayStation VR. Uh, I think it was like a launch title, and so this is the sequel to that. I don't know if this is coming to PlayStation VR 2, like whatever the, the next version of it is, but it looks like it's PlayStation VR, so it'll play on your baseline PlayStation VR as well. Um, so fans of the series excited. <laughs> Arcade Geddon is announced. Early access starts today. It's a uh, four solo or floor player co-op game. Um, I, I, I watched the trailer for this. Um, doesn't really speak to me necessarily, but... It's um, an arcade shooter, man. Yeah. Uh, New Tribes of Midgard post-launch content reveal, which is funny because like we haven't even launched this game, and now we're talking about post-launch <laughs> content. Yeah. I, this is this is a trend in gaming that I just don't understand. 
They want you to know that they uh, prefer, they intend to support it. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. If you're going to invest in a game and pay pay what sixty seventy bucks for a game these days, like in seventy, yeah, and you hope that it has PS5. some post launch content where you're like, oh, am I going to be playing this in two weeks? I don't know. Hunters Arena Legends is coming to PS4 and PS5. Um, it's an RPG MOBA combines RPG RPGs MOBA and many other genres. Was the quote. Many other genres. Many, many other genres. Uh, Fist, Forge in Shadow Torch, will be out September 7th. It's a 2D Metroidvania starring a rabbit on the run from Vicious Machines. Um, I'm, I'm it's down. It's going to be out on, on yeah, on, on play, yeah, uh, yes, I am too. Uh, it, it, I, I probably won't play this, but it looks cool. Dude, I love Metroidvanias, and I love rabbits, so why not, you know? <laughs> Just... um, Sifu, Age, and Experience... Uh, has been delayed to early 2022. It's a stylish kung fu game. Looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, we've got a closer look at Jet the Far Shore. This is the first thing on this list that actually uh, appeals to me. It's uh, I just like the overall vibe yeah. and art direction. The uh, um, the music just... in it is done by... Let me see. Who, who was it? It's the... Uh... It's the same person who did the Oxen Free music. Mm. They did... Uh, let me see. It is... Scientific, so S C N T F I C. So it's a bit scientific with all of the vowels taken out. Um, did cool. Jenny LeClue uh, music, which is awesome. It's a, that's a that's a game that you should play on Apple Arcade. Um, but yeah, Oxen Free was the other big one that they did. Um, Sega showed some extended Demon Slayer gameplay. Um, it's out October fifteenth um, on PC, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. X and S. Um, I probably won't play that either. Yeah. Uh, Lost Judgment will include a free next-gen upgrade for both PS5 and Xbox, which is great. It's cool. Um, it's sequel to its Yakuza spinoff. The, uh, the Yakuza games, like, now... So, apparently, like, the, the last Yakuza game, Yakuza Like a Dragon, is like a, they turned it into, like, a turn-based kind of RPG thing. Um, and so the original kind of gameplay of the Yakuza franchise, they've talked about it switching over to being like, okay, we're going to continue that style with, with the judgment series, which is this series. And then, uh, we're going to keep doing like different stuff and more we lean towards that, like stranger, uh, turn-based combat with the, uh, Yakuza series. So. Yeah. yeah, and now uh, we get into uh, this. Was not this isn't, isn't necessarily first party. It's more like second party. But Death Stranding director's cut is coming out on September twenty fourth and includes new battles, advanced combat mechanics, new items such as a firing range, cargo catapult, new story missions, and a racing mode. And then of course we saw Death Loop. So those are all. I mean, I still want to play Death Stranding. Um, I just ha like I I haven't gotten around to it. Sure, I think like the director's cut's a cool way to get people back in that sort of thing. Totally, because it it is a game that I was super intrigued by. Came out and it was like polarized. Like people, some people love it, some people just really didn't like it at all. Um, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm super still interested in playing it. It's just a matter of like uh, you know, whenever the director's cut comes out, maybe it'll be something I pick up on the uh, PS5 whenever I get a PS5. I know. <laughs> whenever anybody I, can I get was, a PS5. I was wandering around uh, GameStop the other day and was just asking about PS5s. Nobody's getting them, man. 
It's nope. just like not happening. No, I mean like physical stores are not not getting them, and like it's it's a hard call whether you're going to get them uh, on online. The there are have been some uh, Xbox Series S's, so not not the Xbox Series X, but the Xbox Series S's that have stayed in stock for like more than a few hours like where they've been mm. like "Ooh, this is it's in stock for the last four hours this is you know Crazy. so we might be catching up with the demand on that particular device the xbox series x and the playstation 5 in particular the playstation Not 5 so is just gone within minutes man yeah yeah um and that's that's the news all right john let's review space jam a new legacy the game the game um, I don't think there needs to be a spoiler-free section or a spoiler section, um, and I'm going to get right into it. What is because, this, a, what is this uh, a prequel to the movie? Is that what we're, ta- I don't what we're know. talking? No idea. Is that what it said? I don't know. Like, I feel it? like it, that doesn't make any sense. They, at the end, they teed up the movie a little bit. They did? <laughs> I think so. How? With, what did they say? By the story, they were like, and now we start the real oh. challenge. Oh, so maybe, I don't because I don't know if this is a prequel, because it involves, like, they, they get sucked into the internets or whatever it is uh at the beginning of this game mm. uh, I maybe this is like just like the uh a couple scenes from the movie yeah that's what it feels like honestly like sure. so i mean basically so this game um i'm just gonna be flat out with it i'm like i was pretty disappointed in this game um like i feel like it was a just like a super simple mm-hmm. um kind of almost a brawler mm-hmm. you have like you have a punch move you have like a kick move you can do in the and a jump paired with a jump you can like kick people with a jump yeah. and then you have a special special button where like you, you get these different cards and you can get like extra health or more strength for a, a small period of time mm-hmm. or uh, uh, other things and so well, like, there's so the other mo- the only other moves that are that there are in the entire game there's one if you press the X and the B button together at the same exact time like mashed it oh yeah you like spin oh well, yeah yeah you drop like with uh with Lola Bunny who I played it with it I played with Bugs and then Lola um and uh, but like she dropped like a safe it's like an area of effect kind of a, like knock everyone yeah. away from me type of a situation but the yeah. trade off is you lose health whenever you do that right so like it hurts you and other people um. So yeah, and there's that, and then then there's the uh, the ball, the the basketball that you can. Oh, the basketball! Yeah, you have you just have, you have a basketball the whole time. You can charge it up and and throw it real fast at things. Yeah, like this is the thing, and that was the only part that actually like I was like, okay, cool, that's cool. Yeah, um, and it kind of incorporated the the conceit of basketball, but that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like I'm like, there should have been you should have incorporated basketball into this mm-hmm. in a bigger way, and mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't. We should have been dunking like, in hoops, man. Or at least had like, I mean, yeah, you can do some brawler levels, but like maybe you ha- you incorporate like some, um, you need to score on this opponent uh, sections in the sure. levels, or like, um, uh, like I think they were, it feels like they were maybe trying to go for something like a Scott Pilgrim deal, but yeah. like that makes more sense with Scott Pilgrim because yeah. he's actually fighting people. Sure, you know. Yeah, and I guess like that. Yeah, for me, like I, I at least would have expected some sort of a like a NBA Jam style like moment in here. Like where right. it's like, oh, let's like NBA Jam play against these like enemies. Um, but yeah, like I, I played it solo. You played it solo, I assume. Yeah, I played it solo. I mean, you can play it with other people. Yeah, uh, but I, I honestly didn't have any trouble getting through any no, of these levels until no. the final final boss. Yeah. And there's really only th- there's like three different distinct sections. 
And so, yeah. like, I played. I think I played through this whole game in forty-five minutes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was it was about the same for me. Um, where like I finished it, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's the. I got to the final boss, and I was like, I'm at the final boss. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's also a boss rush mode where you just kind of go through all the bosses, and I did that as well, and it's just kind of like, meh, okay, cool. That's it's literally you know what you expect. It's, it's just it's not it's not there's, the game's not broken in any way. No. Like it's not um, it's not frustrating really. It's it's just like real simple and kind of bland. Right. It's like you know? it's it's like I would I would and I would define it as like medium fun. You know. Yeah. I mean the and the only literally the only reason to play it is because it's. Uh, Looney Tunes and Space Jam. Yeah, like that's it. Right, and like, and it made me wish we ha- like maybe wish we had like a really good Looney Tunes game. Oh, totally. You yeah. know, I mean, because like the hints that you see, like the the ball you throw around, and like yeah, some of those area of effect things, but like just kind of um. Uh, <sighs> The the kind of like Looney Tunes esque things. There's not an, a there's not enough of them. They sure. didn't lean into it hard enough. Yeah. But b like those things. Hey. <coughs> oh gosh, what was that? So sneeze, man. That's what that was. Man, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, sorry about that. Uh, the 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 Looney Tunes things like that's like that's the reason to to show up, I guess. Like you're yeah. playing as. As Bugs Bunny or Lola Bunny, or sure. um, if you really just want to play as LeBron, you can play as LeBron. But again, like if I'm playing as LeBron, let me play basketball. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, and even that, like I, the, a lot of times I would do like the, the charge up the basketball move, jump in the air and throw it at the ground, and it would shock people away. And a lot of times I was doing that just because it's like, well, this is a Space Jam game. You give me yeah, a basketball, I want to throw the basketball, you know? Yeah, that's like the only <laughs> basketball thing I can do. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, and that's fun. Like that that part of it, those parts of it are fun. I would say like the, the basketball parts and the Looney Tunes parts are super fun. But like everything else that was just kind of like, oh, I guess we'll do this because it's more video gamey or whatever. Um, not, you know, not as fun. So yeah, I would say yeah. I just qualified as like I had, I, I was not, you know, I don't hate that I played this game. It's not a bad game, but it's not a great game or probably a good game. You know, it's like, it's just a game. <laughs> yeah. Very middle of the road there. <laughs> so, um, if I'm, uh, I say we rate this, I like, I don't have really much like to say about it. It's sure. just so simple of a game. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to rate this, what are you going to rate this game? I'm going to rate it five. <laughs> just oh, wow. Middle of the road. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to rate this thing a four. I mean, not broken, not bad, but I wouldn't ever play it again. Yeah. I mean, I thought, like, as I was playing through it, I was like, you know, this probably would be more fun with, you know, couch couch co-op friends. I was like, but then yeah. again, basically I, anything that's a weird game, like, is. Like, yeah. what, what kind of game like that isn't better with people in the room? And it's well, like, I, that, doesn't, I, that doesn't mean that it's a good game. It just means that you're having fun with friends. <laughs> And we have like good like examples of this. We have Scott Pilgrim, which yeah. they just re re released, and then we have Street Fighter Four, yeah. um, that they released, and like that's a good version of a brawler that right. feels like it has some depth, has some difficulty. Even though I'm River down City the Girls is another one that it's like that, that one's super unique. All th- three of those games are very different and are yeah. are very like fun. Um, yeah, and this is just like kind of like Bleh, okay. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it'd be fun. It would be had been fun if I had played it with someone. Yeah. I say that in past tense because there's no way, even if I was playing it with someone else, <laughs> that I ever want to play this. I'm game I'm gonna again. play uh, one of those other three games. Like, if we're if yeah. I'm in the mood for a brawler and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna reach for oh, yeah. one of those other three. Yep. The yep. only reason not to, I guess, is because this one's gonna be free on my birthday. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, again, I'm not saying don't play it, yeah. but it took me it literally. I mean, I it's, I think I got my time. I got my. If it was any more than 45 minutes, I would have hated it. But the fact that it was like I it was, it ended about the time I was like, okay, this better end soon. Sure. I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, okay, it's over. Cool. Great. Right. You know. So. Yeah. And I think like that that the but I don't know that that's the, that's the overall sentiment you want from people after they play your game. Definitely not. Um, but it's like I I also appreciate that it wasn't wasn't longer. You know, um, if it, if that was all it was going to be, <laughs> you know. All right. Well, um, that's that's how we rate that game. That's and right. uh, hopefully, um, if you want to pick it up, pick it up. And if not, don't do it. Hopefully the movie is better than that game. Why not? Like it's free, you know? So yeah, hopefully the movie is better than that game. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, next week, don't know what we're talking about, but we'll talk about something fun. Um, Loki um, ends next week, Chris. Have you ooh, started watching Loki? Ugh. No, I haven't. Oh not. my goodness, man. And I know, I'm just a big disappointment. Just start Here, watching it. Here's the thing. I, and I've, I've, I mean, I, I obviously had time to play this other game. Like, I, I don't know, I'm just... My times. I'm using my time for other things. Sure. And sure. Um, Loki, though, that's Chris, for good and for bad. It's 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 real good. So I know I know. need to watch it. Um, I, I I literally have no reason why I'm not doing it. I just haven't prioritized it. I mean, additionally, uh, Black Widow uh, is out. You know, or will will be coming out. I don't know. I don't know what the status of that is. Like it's coming out like this week sometime. So you know, maybe that maybe we can talk Black Widow sometime soon. Um, yeah. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayintargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.